0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: After eight on a Tuesday, uh, Elizabeth is going to be back with us and uh, on the phone. Get us underway right away here in this half hour. The senior senator from Arkansas, Senator John Bozeman, is with us. Senator, it's good to have you with us. Thanks for giving us the time today.
0: Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. I got all fired up with the music. I felt like I was getting ready to run into a big ballgame game. Uh, Back in my college days,
1: getting all fired up there. It, uh, hopefully yeah. we'll get to go s- to see the Razorbacks play and see them come running out of the uh, you know the tunnel and the the, big yes, the, uh, the smoke and everything that goes on at the Razorback games. I love going to Razorback games. Probably won't go this year since I'm type two diabetic. I had a five way uh, you know hard operation about four years ago, and I'm sixty seven now. So. <laughs> I probably will. We stay need on. to
0: keep you safe. The, uh, hopefully, hopefully, we will be playing. Get back to some normalcy, and then uh, also, we we'll hope we'll be able to cheer for something this year, as opposed to the last couple of years, which <laughs> have been so grim.
1: Yeah, you got that right. All right, so let let me just start off with uh, talking yeah. to you where we're at as a country. Uh, I mean. You know we're going through 1967 1968 again you remember those years america was on Very fire much. and america is back on fire again uh do you think the president was correct yesterday when he said we got to reinstall the rule of law on the nation's streets
0: no i think he was and the question is how you do that but uh, I think very definitely that, you know, you have to protect the public. You have to protect private property. Uh, I saw a clip yesterday of a, a, an elderly African-American woman crying because all of the stores in her area had been burned down. Uh, she said, you know, there's no public transportation. How am I going to get the things that I need? Mm-hmm. You don't think about those kind of things. So, and then the property owners, many of them minority-owned uh, that have lost everything so no that's the number one uh, thing that we have to do is is protect people, protect the post the protesters, but also protect uh the private property uh and individuals against these these uh individuals that are there not not in the sense of any respect uh, for this uh tragedy that's happened, but just to to cause trouble,
1: yeah, I tell people that uh you know. If- if you're a peaceful protester, you shouldn't be around people who are breaking the law.
0: No, exactly. Uh, that's, that's, that's really the bottom line. Uh, it does seem like, in fact, we know that uh, there are organized groups that have come in, and uh, their whole goal is, to, is just anarchy, uh, to try and cause trouble. Yeah. And then you have other people that are opportunists that join in that, you know, if somebody's broken the windows of the store, well, let's run in and grab a television or grab, a, you know, whatever out of the store. So uh, it's just a difficult situation. I, I feel so bad for the uh, the family and, and also so bad for the police. The, this is, a, for the most part, are wonderful people that do such a great job. They're there to protect, to serve. And uh, they're a very small group of people that, that provide a, a function that's so, so very important that most of us aren't willing to do. Uh, they run to the danger and, and so it's, it's tough on them. And yet the kind of action uh, this, that we saw so graphically on television as we see the replays of uh, what went on, is just you know, it's unimaginable
1: well last brewing, night
0: you know just that yeah, attitude
1: last night we had um uh, i don't know what the total number was i know there were five in st louis five policemen who were shot uh there's other people being shot and uh you know when you when you start having people with guns just wantonly trying to kill people you've got to go and crack down
0: no you do and uh Again, with reason you know in in the sense that you have to be very very careful and uh but you do have to maintain order. If not, then uh, we've we've seen how things get out of hand, and uh, you just have uh, destruction, total destruction of, of public property. It's so sad. in, in areas like Little Rock, uh, why would you, why would you, why would you uh, make it such that you ravage the the pharmacy association, yeah, uh, the American Legion, you know, things like that. I mean, that's just that's not that's not out of any uh, sympathy for this tragedy uh, that's just that's just uh it's meanness it's just lawful, lawlessness and yeah so that's those, it those people need to be held accountable
1: absolutely lawlessness uh, elizabeth sotelaro has joined uh, with us she's my co-host on tuesday so she's here too uh senator but i wanted to ask you about china china yes you and i went through the cold war with russia Are we on the verge of the—not even on the verge. Are we into another Cold War, this time with China, do you believe?
0: I don't think we're there yet, but uh, certainly the the situation that we're in now is a really dangerous one. Uh, I would hope that we would reverse that course. Uh, We've learned a lot as a result of the pandemic. The Chinese government, we've all known lies, cheats, steals, you know, they manipulate, they do anything they can to protect the Communist Party. Uh, On the other hand, uh, you know, the trade, we're constantly looking for people to do business with, uh, all those kind of things, uh, but we can't be so dependent on a number of items such as our medicines. Uh, we've learned that that this gear that we need for uh, the PPE that we've heard so much about, uh, all of that being made in China, uh, a good part of our medicines either being made there or the components that you need being made there and then assembled in our country. So uh, it's a difficult situation, and I would hope that uh, tensions would be, ratcheted down there's so much going on the world that's that's an important thing economically uh and so uh we'll have to wait and see
1: how about uh these organizations that china has that are on college campuses like uh you know the what is it thousand talents Uh, you got that organization you've got the confucius Confucius institutes you know, the Confucius Institute, I mean, they're on the UCA campus right here in Conway. It it seems to me that uh, these arms of the Communist Party of, you know, the China's Communist Party uh, here in the United States, we need to just kind of shut them down. Do you agree or, or how do we go about this?
0: Well, I think those are really dangerous institutions in the sense that they're Their mission is to spread the propaganda of China. And when you look at their bylaws and things, they they control uh, the content exclusively of what they do. Uh, They don't really allow any dissent. Uh, So, yeah, I, I, I have a great concern. In fact, I was visiting with Rob Portman, the center from Ohio, and his subcommittee on homeland security actually did a, a really sweeping report, a very bipartisan, uh, you know, effort by he and Senator Carper. And uh, the report is very, very good. Uh, they came to the conclusion that this is something that we really needed to watch very, very closely. Not only not only those two entities, but there are several others that are trying to affect uh, the education of the. Uh, uh, you know, in, in America uh, from K K through 12 up into the universities, as you mentioned. So, yeah, it's something that, that's important. It's something we need to watch. And, uh, you know, the individual universities have to, to make their own decision. But it is something that uh, warrants really looking at very, very closely.
1: All right, it's quarter after eight. Senator, you know that I gotta I gotta make some money while I do this, or they'll take me off the air. So <laughs> we're going to take a break for a moment, and then when we come back, we'll talk more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Our guest is our senior sen- uh, senator from Arkansas, John Bozeman. He'll be with us until the bottom of the hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show on one hundred one FM, The Answer. All right, so our guest is our senior senator from Arkansas, John Bozeman, here on the Dave Ellenswick Show. Don't forget, tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour, we will have on, uh, of course, uh, Congressman French Hill. He joins us every Wednesday at uh, 7.05, following him, and we're trying to make it— uh, a double every Wednesday, and that will be uh, Congressman uh, uh, Bruce Westerman will join with us tomorrow at 735. We're going to try to get him on each week as well. My goal is always to keep you up to date on what's happening in Washington. The best way to do that is for you to hear directly from the newsmakers, and that's what we're doing today. So, Senator, we were talking about uh, about China uh, China has taken over Hong Kong. I mean, there was supposed to be uh, two different, distinct ways of of running uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong was not supposed to give up their complete autonomy. Uh, the communists are are doing that, and and you made mention that you know they they lied to us about COVID. They've lied to us about everything. They can. That, that just seems sure. to be their their modus operandi. You know, is the president is he is he being tough enough on them? Do you believe?
0: I think he. I think he is and will be tougher in the future. In the sense that, uh, if he's not, then co- Congress. Uh, uh, in a bipartisan way, we're pushing forward. Uh, there's lots of talk of us uh, doing sanctions as a result of of what they're doing in Hong Kong. I think that's appropriate. The Chinese need to understand that uh, if they're going to do these things, there's a price to pay. They're very opportunist, and so as a result of that, I think we need to be tough and uh, you know and lay down. Uh, lay down sanctions, and, uh, and just kind of see what happens as a result of that.
1: All right. Elizabeth had a question for you. Elizabeth, what, what did you have?
0: Hey, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, Senator. Can you tell us uh, what's being talked about in the halls or even on the floor, perhaps, about leaks in the Trump administration? I mean, just yesterday we had a leak of Trump's phone call to the governor's. audio leak out to cbs is um what's going on with leaks well i think it's so frustrating you you have a situation you can imagine working in a place where a significant number of the just the rank and file uh, you know that that work for you have no use for you and as a result uh, do everything they can to undermine you and that's that's the situation that the president's been in uh they've They've helped, they've controlled it somewhat by, again, you know, uh, making things such that they've reduced staff and this and that. But it's a real problem for them. I, I think the leak probably yesterday came from the. The governor's themselves, you know, one of them in the sense of that was a, a phone call, probably put it on speaker, you know, and then recorded it. But uh, that's probably the answer It's probably a Democratic governor that did that. Uh, on the other hand, leaks have been a, a huge problem uh, Within the all of the agencies and tr- just trying to embarrass the uh, the president and so uh y- you know you do your best but but it's it's difficult to control and they are working very very hard to do that and I think uh you know it's it's not as bad as it was but it's it's a big problem
1: all right so where do we go now uh senator I mean we're hearing Mnuchin and uh, we've already heard Pelosi with her heroes act. That was a, that was a non-starter when she brought it out, but uh, people are talking about a fourth stimulus uh, for the, this uh, pandemic. Uh, Where are you on this? I mean, we've heard Mitch McConnell talk about it. He says that, you know, everybody seems to want to see what, (laughs) what the first three are going to do before you go to the fourth one. But uh, Do you think that there's going to have to be a fourth one?
0: Well, I think the first thing we need to do is look at the the current PPP that we're doing. Uh, One of the things we need to do is adjust that a little bit, not spending more money, but just adjusting how it's working so that so that businesses can better use it. And one of those might be expendi- extending the, uh, the timetable. I think that's probably something that is going to happen. And as I talked to, and I, I... I'm on the phone all day, every day, Dave and Elizabeth, with just all kinds of people that are in very, very difficult situations. But I think we could make that uh, more user-friendly. In regard to to what do we do in the future? Uh, I was in the White House a couple weeks ago, uh, talking to uh, the President with a couple other senators about uh, and Mnuchin about this and. One of the things that, that I feel like we need to do first is give greater flexibility. We've given the state of Arkansas $1.25 billion. That's a huge amount of money, and yet Initially, when it was given, there were so many strings attached to it that you simply couldn't use it, uh, except for, for just a very, very small amount. So the Treasury's been able to loosen that up a little bit. Uh, I'd like to see, and I think many others would like to see, the ability of our governor uh, to you know step in and use those COVID-related, but just more flexibility. I asked Mnuchin at that meeting, I said, well, how much money have we spent, uh, in the?" of actually spending the money, getting out of the Washington, and he started listing off, and after a while I said, well, you know, the reality is, isn't it, that, that much of that money has simply not left Washington, and he said, yeah, that's correct. So a lot of it is that we've already allocated hasn't been spent yet. When you're talking about a uh, trillion dollars, Uh, $3 trillion. Uh, That's a huge amount of money. And so as a result, a lot of that has not left Washington yet. A lot of it's in the states, and the states haven't spent it yet uh, for all kinds of different things, hospitals, uh, uh, again, just, just a variety of education, a variety of different stuff. So I'm with Senator McConnell right now. I think we need to ask the states what they've spent already, Uh, and then uh, what they've spent it on and then i think really importantly what if they had additional funding what they would spend it in the future but uh right now we're we're just kind of pausing looking but i don't think we need to jump into anything in the next week or so for
1: sure okay because there's some people said that you guys are going to start having meetings uh over the next couple of weeks to to decide for you know number four, and I was thinking to myself, you just laid it all out for us, that there's a lot of money out there already, and we need to see how that is used.
0: No, that's right. And and I think really the the real important thing of the Senate being back in in session, uh, I think that's important for lots of different reasons. But but what it does is allow us to actually hold hearings, get the experts in, to ask them for advice, uh, do things in a normal way. Where you can question these people, uh, ask the questions that, that you know we're, we're just talking about you know what's been spent where is it gone uh, those kind of things what's the economy doing right now uh, all unemployment all of those kind of things so uh, I don't think there that there's any any hurry uh, I think uh, Pelosi and Schumer would like to. To, to you know, spend a lot of additional dollars uh, in the near future, but again, throwing money at the problem is not the answer. And yet, we can't underestimate this, this is a huge this is a huge problem with our economy. I, I know you know that with your advertisers, you're talking to business people all the time. Uh, your station, you know, uh, going through what they're going through, or working hard to try to be of help uh, to so many different groups like that. Uh, On the other hand, uh, you do need to to have good information as you make decisions going forward. We've never been in a situation where you shut down the entire economy of the country and really the entire economy of the world.
1: Yeah, it's been crazy. We're down to about two minutes left with you, Senator. Uh, Final question for you. How do we shake this uh, economy we have here in the United States and wake it up? It seems to me we're being a little bit slow about this. I think we need to pick it up a little bit. What's your thoughts on it, and what's going on in the Senate?
0: Well, I think you have to open the economy back up, and and people have done a good job of social distancing. We've broken the curve back in the sense we don't have uh, we've had some real hot spots in uh, New York California places like that uh, Michigan and yet for much of the country uh, the curve has been flattened we haven't overwhelmed the the hospitals which was that was what that was all about at some point though uh, people have to go back and, and as you do that you're going to have an uptick again hopefully the uptick is such that you don't overwhelm the hospitals but at some point the economy has to has to start up again, and so we 're seeing that happen, and uh, I think the governor has done a great job in that regard of you know, watching and and looking at the numbers, uh, trying to do things based on a on a scientific approach. Of, of we're blessed in Arkansas; we've got some really good infectious disease. And I think the president himself, uh, you know, has done a good job in that of listening to the experts. But but he's preaching you know, opening up the economy. I, I I think the governors have to do that as they see fit. But uh, at some point, it just has to happen. And and it looks like we're moving in that direction, which I think is a very, very good thing.
1: All right. Senator, we're out of time. I appreciate your uh, giving us the 25 minutes that we've gotten today. We look forward to talking to you in the near future.
0: Well, thank you, Dave and Elizabeth, so much for having me. And we appreciate you guys, appreciate your show so very, very much. I look forward, Dave, to... To uh, being in the studio in the in the near future, and you take care of yourself. As I said, we need to open up the economy. We do need to protect and really concentrate on the people that are at high risk. And so- all
1: right, thank.